0: Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montarulo, uh joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's happening?
1: Uh, coming at you from the great white north, once again, only it's not so white. It's still great. Um, instead of snow, we've been, uh, we're, we're now under several feet of pollen, <laughs> so uh, I may be uh, sneezing and sniffling my way through this podcast, so... Um, I have a box of Kleenex here, so that's good. Um, <laughs> I uh, came home for a much-delayed memorial service uh, <clears throat> due to COVID. You know, like a lot of people had to put off things like funerals and weddings, and now it's right. now summertime and, and all the pollen's in the air. It's time to, you know, throw ashes into the wind. Right. Uh, so I took the Amtrak <clears throat> uh, from Chicago the other day, and... I don't know if you saw that today uh, AOC has been tweeting a lot about uh, high-speed rail because we, we could desperately use some of that. Um, but we already have high-speed rail in some parts of this country, and it's not, you know, end-to-end. Right. But the uh, Port Huron line, there's a section of it, about a 45-mile section, where the existing Amtrak trains can ramp up to about 110 miles an hour, right? Which isn't isn't like, you know, the, the 300-mile-an-hour right. bullet trains they have in Europe or China, Uh, But it's still pretty fast. Like you notice that difference. You're going twice as fast as you normally go. And like the, you know, telephone lines are just like, you know, that quick. And it's not that, you know, like you don't really have anything special for that. I mean, the tracks have to be sturdier. They can use the same trains they always use. But the thing that's really important is to monitor like the vibration in the track. Right. Because, like, have you ever seen that old video of, like, the suspension bridge that's swaying and twisting out of control? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> right. Because <like, laughs> Every time some... I drive over a bridge, I think of that video. <laughs> like, oh, right, right. <laughs> or, 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 like, in theory, like, if a cat walked over a bridge that wasn't balanced correctly, like, just the vibration of the cat's footprints could collapse the bridge. Right. Like, So, apparently, there's there's some component of that with high-speed rail where they have to monitor the vibrations in the tracks. And if they, you know, if there's like some kind of weird vibration that gets amplified, it could cause the train to vibrate off the tracks and crash, and everyone dies. So apparently that that vibration monitoring system wasn't working, uh, and so they just stopped our train. Oh, right. Rather than just let us proceed at regular speed, they stopped our train for like an hour and a half. So I'm like thinking, <clears throat> oh, it must be a freight train because that happens all the time. We have right. to stop and wait for a fucking freight train. But there was no other freight train that we saw passing us, or you know, and. Finally, I found out I had something to do with this vibration monitoring system. I'm like, oh, that's great, fucking city. Like, you, so we ended up having to go through it anyway at normal speed, which took even longer. But like, which could you could have done just, immediately, right? We could have just done that in the first place, <laughs> and then they could have like tried to fuck around with it after we were gone, you right? Know? And it's like, so I ended up not getting home till super late. But like, the second half of my trip is driving, right? Because you know we don't have Amtrak that goes far enough up up north. In right. parts of the Midwest. So, <clears throat> you know, because mom drove all the way down to uh, pick me up. So I drove the vehicle with us uh, all the way back. And, you know, it's like one, two in the morning and we're driving through, you know, rural areas where it's not it's not even farmland. It's just forest land at that point. And you realize, you know, so like a lot of these roads used to be, you know, uh, like trading routes. And before that, they were, you know, like. Native American highways and before that they were just deer trails like right. so the deer are the ones that basically like decided where the where the roads are and the deer still walk the roads like we think of you know when you see a deer crossing the road you think they're just crossing it well when you're not around when there's no cars around they just walk down the middle of the thing because that's right. the easiest route and it's the route that they made over thousands of years before we showed up right so in four hours I had to Uh, avoid, not one, but six separate, like, very close, (laughs) like, and the the first two were raccoons, and one of these raccoons was just sitting in on the center line of the highway, and it's not moving, so I don't see it, because it completely, perfectly blends in with the asphalt, and I see, like, something, this little, like, shape just sort of turn, and I see a a green reflected eye, and I'm like, fuck! Right. (laughs) So, and I'm going 75, you know, I'm going the speed limit, I didn't have time to brake, so I just jerked the wheel ever so slightly, as to jerk the car over like a foot, and right. just like barely missed just it, barely swipe by it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the first one was was running, so I saw that one easily, but it was still very close. And then after that, they're unpredictable four deer, when they
0: run too. You don't know if they're going which way they're gonna go. So, oh yeah, like you think like oh if I swerve this way, I'll avoid it, but then they might speed up to try to avoid right. you. Know, it's right, right. Like,
1: well, and that's that's the thing about like you know, suppose <laughs> driverless cars, right? Is people don't realize that those. Even if they detect something, they can only break; they can't swerve. Oh, and so the guy that, behind you is just going to smash into you, right? Well, but think about how many times you've avoided a collision purely by breaking versus how many times you've avoided a collision by swerving around it.
0: Oh, almost always swerve. Almost like, always, like yeah. You almost never break because <laughs> so. you always think like, oh, if I break, the guy behind me is going to ram into me because nobody you actually don't have, you have time to break the proper distance. Cases. And you know, yeah, you don't have time even if you
1: slam on the brakes. You're you're, you're looking at you know, depending on your speed, hundreds of feet before you stop, right? right. So, uh, one more reason driverless cars are never going to happen. But at any rate, I was just like, you know, fucking cyclists make the best, safest drivers, because I have successfully avoided hitting <laughs> not one, but six animals in six different occasions. Um, And the deer were pretty, you know, like, I don't know where the deer and headlights uh the trope went to, but it seems like <laughs> after, after long time, a long time, deer... Fuck. Deer have like kind of learned like what cars are finally, like they're not, right. not that dumb anymore. It's <clears> like, oh, <throat> uh, so yeah, that was that was fun. So yeah, up here, and um, I, I my my mom, like, mom loves watching HGTV, the Home and Garden Network, <laughs> right. right? And uh, you know, she doesn't, uh, you know, it's got to be like really douchey for her to be kind of like, yeah, this is kind of bougie, <laughs> but you see a lot of really like white couples. Right. And, you know, like you can tell that their parents were extremely religious and extremely rich because they're just out of high school and they're already married and they have three hundred thousand dollars to play around with to uh, fix <laughs> up a house. And it's like, what? Right. Let's, how did where did you get this fucking budget? <laughs> like, let's I want to see where this money came from. And, and you know, you, you kind of figured out it's it's always old money. Right? right. And it's it's hilarious, like the the code words they use to cover up the, the you know, the racism. Behind what they're really trying to sell, in a lot of cases, like uh, they'll use the word "coastal," coastal, when what they really mean is colonial, <laughs> because they want a house that looks like a mini slave plantation. <laughs> right. But but right, they can't right. they can't say colonial because the producers are like, ooh, that's, yeah, that's right, that's and that's some actually what they call it in the South. They call it a colonial style, like you know,
0: <laughs> that's what they call it. But they right on TV, they have to kind of clean it up to make it
1: less uh, icky, <laughs> less awful. Yeah, so. Uh, they had this one couple like well well we're from Texas and now we're in South Carolina we just wanted a traditional uh you know traditional southern colonial uh, I mean coastal you know
0: like <laughs> we just wanted to make uh, this nice plantation I mean uh, colonial mansion
1: uh, <laughs> I mean coastal mansion into it <laughs> oh god yeah and some of these things it's it's like you know, like if the, if they could put live, love, laugh and giant cursive <laughs> writing on, on like the wall of their living room, oh, like they, they do. do it, oh, you God. know, so and gaudy. they just come up with like different Horrible. versions of that phrase, you know, yeah. And, no, writing,
0: writing like on paint, like, like, like cursive on paint is like just one of my biggest pet peeves is in, in terms of like the way something like a house is designed. I, it, it, Oh, God.
1: Yeah. House is supposed to have writing on it. It's supposed to have a number. <laughs> for your fucking mail to show up like that's the only letters and anyway um so yeah so uh yeah it's it's been great it's uh, amazing weather up here uh it's about 20 degrees cooler than chicago which is nice but uh as i was on the train yesterday i I saw this uh news item that uh I, i shared with you so on saturday um at wrigley field it was their first full capacity day In well, apparently years (laughs) because of the COVID, right? um, Year and a half, almost two years, almost. Yeah, and and I and I love the Wrigley Field because it's it was built before cars ruined everything, and it's you know you look at the like satellite view of most stadiums and you can't even find the stadium because it's in a sea of parking lots, you know, like and and usually that was like used to be a neighborhood until they tore it down, Uh, and it's about a twelve to one ratio. Right, so it like whatever space the stadium takes up it's the parking lot is twelve times larger than the stadium, and really really field it doesn't have that it's it's just one city block, and you can fit what is it here where'd it go forty one thousand people yeah, which is it's kind of small
0: by major league standards, but like but for at the time it was a lot of oh it's uh, that's seats. huge, it's massive, that's, you know right.
1: Right. And imagine if you had a, a stadium with no parking lot around it and 41,000 people showed up in a car. Right. <laughs> like how much right. space that would... That would just cause mass <clears throat> chaos. Right. So because that that would be insane, we don't do that. We, Wrigleyville's right next to the, the Red Line, the L, and the Metro Line, and has a bunch of Divi bike stations all over. Bike share bikes. And You live in a city, you've seen them. Right. And... You know they're more popular than ever. Like you can't even find one sometimes because on the weekends now because everyone's using them to get around. Right, everyone they're in every neighborhood. You'll see everyone of every age demographic, every race. Uh, you'll see rich people who will take them just to go down the street a few blocks because they live in a skyrise and they don't feel like you know hiking their own five thousand dollar carbon frame bike down <laughs> down the escal <laughs> or elevator. Uh, so everyone everyone uses them. It's the most convenient way to get around. It's the most spatially efficient way to get around. So when 40,000 people uh, were going to fill Wrigley Field this weekend, a lot of people showed up on Davy bikes from wherever they came from. Mm. And there was a picture in the news where they had, you know, run out of dock space to, you know, lock them back up when once they got there. So people just started stacking them on top of the docks, <laughs> you know, and right. it, it became this huge pile, like 10 foot high, looked like hundreds of bikes. It was probably less than 100, but dozens and dozens and dozens. And they just stacked them up so they wouldn't be blocking the sidewalk. <clears> and there was nowhere else to put them, right? And people freaked out on Twitter because, you know, anytime you see a bunch of bikes piled up, that means that the world has gone to hell <laughs> and... You know, I I, I looked at this and it was very obvious that there were, you know, their reactions were just ill founded for one, and also just like make no fucking sense when you think about how much space things take up in a city because all these hundreds of bikes or dozens of bikes, however many there were, were taking up exactly as much space as two cars parked on the street (laughs) right next to them. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. And so there was a guy who said. And the replies, not really sure why people think it's okay to treat borrowed property like trash. For one, they're not borrowed, they're rented. Okay, right. and it's, so, you're paying for it, right? This picture, if people cared, would not exist. And I was like, are you joking? This many bikes could have filled up the entire block, but instead they're, they're stacked on top of each other, <clears throat> taking up the same space as just two cars. And they're not even blocking the sidewalk. So, you know, this, this is obviously like, you know, we're not New York City, Obviously, you know, we're not not quite as car free as as New York City. But I I wanted to find out, well, how many people in Chicago do own a car? Like what's the rate of car ownership? Right. Right. So that was a little tricky to find out. Chicago, uh, the percentage of households with no cars at all is 28 percent. Right. And it averages out to one point one cars per household. Now, uh, New York City, it's 54 percent of households have no car at all. And it's zero point six three cars per household. That still doesn't tell you how many people. How much of Chicago does that factor? Because I've
0: heard a lot of people say Chicago, and 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 is and again, I don't know because I've never been there. But to my knowledge, aren't there more like suburban areas, like very close to the border of what you'd consider like Chicago proper? Are they you drive considered? out,
1: yeah. I mean, I'll bike out to the suburbs, and I can't tell where it starts or stops because all the suburbs were built. You know like before on top cars, of the too. City, like <laughs> so they, they, I mean, the, all the suburbs still follow the city grid, right? <clears throat> right. But these stats, I'm assuming, are for, for Chicago proper, are 260 miles of the city. So we got the household rates, right? But what are the per person? So that right. was a little bit tricky to find out. So Chicago has 2.4 people per household, which means there is 0.4 cars per person in Chicago, which means. Less than half of Chicagoans own a car. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So most Chicagoans don't own a car, right? And and rightly so, because it doesn't make any sense to live in a city where you've got 15,000 people per square mile. So if all 15,000 people per square mile owned a car, that's 70 acres per mile that we have to be car parking. That's 18,000 acres for the entire city or 29 square miles. Wow. If everyone owned a car, like and and some cities have tried to do that, right? Ha- accommodate, you know, and you look at like uh, some of the cities that tore down half the city for parking. Um, it was I forget that there's one really famous one of a picture of the city in the '70s where it's like literally that like there's no city anymore hmm. <laughs> because they it's just all. I wonder if Detroit. Parking
0: kind of falls into that just because of just because of their proximity to oh, the auto the industry. Worst.
1: Detroit Detroit's the worst. Um, if you look at downtown Detroit, forty five percent of its of the area of downtown Detroit is either a parking garage or surface parking. Right. It's just it's insane. It's insane. And you look at like, you know, Detroit was the first city to start tearing down neighborhoods to build urban freeways too. Hmm. You know, and that was, you know, so that white people in the suburbs could enjoy not living in the city but also have all the amenities of the city. Right. Right. Yeah. So and of course, the federal government builds the high or builds the freeways, but then it's the city that then has to maintain it. So right. why would the city, you know, that's broke and has no money for transit mm-hmm. have to subsidize constant repairing the the freeways of people who live outside the city that don't pay taxes for those freeways? Right. Right, it's just a
0: completely insane system. But um, we were and we were talking before uh, we went on air about how cool Wrigley is as a park, uh, just because of all the oh, little yeah. like features that are built in from it being you know over a hundred years old. Um, the you you know you mentioned to me the the rooftop kind of uh, bleachers that they have set up because it's it, it's built in such a way that all the buildings around it are are, are you know a couple of stories tall, but not massive skyscrapers so all of the roofs of the of like little apartments and bars and restaurants like overlook into wrigley field so like you literally all these places have bleachers on on the roofs of these buildings and they sell like you know like five bucks a ticket you can go and sit at like on the on these bleachers yeah and get like yeah. a great fucking view of the entire stadium and and of the and game it, yeah
1: well that's what they call it Wrigleyville <clears throat> the neighborhood is called Wrigleyville right. because it's it's it is the the focal point of that and you know to see all these you know what they call two flat or three flat apartment buildings um you know and realizing like that's that's like the most density you need to have a city with robust transit, you know, you don't need right. high rises. You don't need all these, you know, fifty-story condos. You need two to three-story buildings that are packed together, you know, and you get—that's how you get to fifteen thousand people per square mile, and then everyone can just ride a bike around. And then, hey, I want to watch a ball game. I'm gonna go up on the roof. <laughs> um, initially right. if, if you look at the photos of those skyboxes and bleachers back in like the twenties and thirties when they first put them up there they look so unsafe <laughs> right i'm sure like no like no it, guard like, rail, it, no, no yeah <laughs> like, just... B- built out of like wooden milk crates and just right like, like the, w- the worst i don't like, know of any like major disaster but like i would certainly would have gone up there and sat on them back in the day but
0: right now they're now they're cool as fuck i would definitely go up and get, uh, sit there yeah but...
1: i i realize like until i go to see a cubs game i'm not a real chicagoan like <laughs> I, I felt a little ashamed real yeah, you gotta that. go check it out
0: um you know, a day at a baseball game is, even if you don't like baseball, super fucking fun. You sit out, like, the sun, you fucking pound overpriced beers, eat awesome, like, fried stadium food. I'm sure, you know, especially in big cities, they probably have a lot of good, like, vegan but unhealthy vegan oh, on, like, fried, if they have you know,
1: a like... Yeah, if they've got anything <laughs> vegan, it's probably, you know, half the size of the regular one, and it's just... But whatever, I mean, you look at the fucking look at the hot dogs that most Chicagoans eat, and you know there's a meat dog in there somewhere. It's probably <laughs> half tofu anyway, and then they pile like 15 pounds of vegetables Relish on top and of fucking that fucking tomatoes yeah. and like your fucking dogs. The Chicagoans have been veganizing their hot dogs without realizing <laughs> it for decades. <laughs> but it's interesting,
0: though, uh, just real quick. I we'll, we'll we'll move on to the news, but in terms of the way stadiums are built, because if you look at New York's two teams, the Yankees and the Mets. Yankee Stadium was, you know, before they tore it down like ten years ago, was there for like over a hundred years since like the early nineteen hundreds, um, and it's built right in the middle of the city. There's no parking lots anywhere. It it, it ended up being actually a huge uh, hassle because a lot of Yankee fans come from Westchester County and they all would want to drive to the games. So it became a thing where like you just have a ton of like super sketchy little like indie pop up parking lots around the stadium where you're like oh maybe my car will be fine maybe it'll get chopped up for parts by the time i come out um
1: right. but um make sure your butler's armed while he's guarding. Your car. right right but All but right.
0: and and luckily i mean recently they actually built a metro north line uh that runs right up to the stadium so you could take the train right to the stadium there's no more having to drive there uh but but again that's in the middle of the city so it wasn't factored that way and then you look at Uh, Shea Stadium, which was the Mets stadium, which I believe was built in, and I'm sure my, my grandfather will correct me if this is wrong, but I think it was built in the sixties. Certainly the team started in the early sixties. And it's a giant parking lot. It's in Queens. It's by uh, JFK, but it literally is a a stadium surrounded by a massive sea of parking. Um, And it's a cool stadium because it's near where the world fair, world fair was, you know, there's the big, uh, the two like UFO looking things that were there from the, uh, World's Fair and the, the big globe and shit, but it's yeah again featured
1: prominently in the film Men in Black.
0: Right, exactly. It's the the <laughs> the, the the fucking the, the spaceship that he steals at the end that turns into a real right. spaceship. Um, that's where Shea Stadium is. But uh, yeah, it's interesting because that was you know built I think in the fifties or the sixties when obviously highway you know travel was like. You know the the fucking focus of ruining of, cities of America, yeah, exactly. You know, well, and you look a, at like the history,
1: the history of baseball, and it goes back to you know late eighteen hundreds when uh, you know the factories that all the men worked at were right in the middle of the neighborhood too. Right, right. And when you had the factory right in the middle of the neighborhood, it was really easy to take it over and have a strike and have food lines from you know the workers' homes mm-hmm. across mm-hmm. the street. <laughs> right, right. Whereas now our factories are so. You know, isolated and separated from where people live, that, that it's, it's the, the idea of the workers taking over the factory and having a, <clears throat> a supply chain of, of, you know, goods and services while they're, uh, you know, doing a sit down strike is almost unheard of, unthinkable right. today. Right. Uh, Dave Zirin, a uh, socialist sports writer, had, wrote a great book, uh, What's My Name Fool, about 20 years ago about the socialist history of of uh, baseball, especially in sports in general. And, you know, when, when baseball first was kicking off, uh, rich people hated it because here was this new popular leisure activity of the working class and it was seen as, you know, lowbrow and vulgar. And, <laughs> <Right>. you know, <laughs> you look at it now and it's like it's it's a multi-billion dollar industry because they figured out how to commercialize it. But, right. You know, at first it was just it was the dirty, you know, immigrants working at the factory who were basically. Were the people going know, to the games, right? Going to the games and were and the first the players.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's the other thing people don't realize. Like baseball, like even like Babe Ruth's era, like they all had day jobs because it paid like shit. It was like just it was like the other job. It was like your second job that you had, you know, if you were good enough. Um, and they all were like factory workers and shit. So it, it, it's interesting the way you look at like cities design around that. Um, but yeah, so let's get Absolutely. into some of the news of the week because we got a bunch of shit I want to run through. We've been here. too
1: happy for this whole <clears throat> cast. Let's get into the <laughs> right, fucking <let's>... depressing, <laughs> crushing reality of right. Let's no just world. make ourselves miserable.
0: Um, so, <laughs> real quick, I want to touch on because it actually kind of happened. I think right around the time of our last recording, so we didn't really get to talk about it. But uh, Ilhan Omar was in the news again because she said a super um, innocuous, uh, factual, well, semi-factual <laughs> statement, uh, but not in the way that people are saying about uh, the U.S. and Israel uh, and their imperialism and war crimes. And of course, everyone lost their fucking minds, and you know, and and we'll go into it. But basically, she. Um, was trying to hold uh, Secretary Blinken accountable for you know U.S. imperialism, and she put out this long video. But a part of it, her, you know, was her tweet that uh, that accompanied the video, and it says, uh, "We must have the same level of accountability and justice for all victims of crimes against humanity. We have seen unthinkable atrocities committed by the U.S., Hamas, Israel, Afghanistan, and the Taliban. I asked, I asked Secretary Blinken where people are supposed to go for justice." So, you know, again, super innocuous and I don't really love the idea of her lumping in someone like Hamas who is just, you know, a, a resistance fucking group that's within, you know, an occupied uh country uh with like the fucking Israel and the US and, you know, Right. The... Well, did you
1: see Hamas's response to that? <laughs> yeah, well,
0: I, I have I so it's all it's it's not in English, but I do have the uh one of the translations uh just uh, you know, certain <laughs> phrases were translated. Um, Hamas issues press release denouncing uh, U.S. Rep Ilhan Omar for equating the, quote, Palestinian resistance to the crimes of Israel and U.S. invasion of Afghanistan. They appreciate her stance on justice, especially for Palestinians, but ask her to uh, describe the events, quote, accurately, which is fucking great that they put out that statement. (laughs) Um, But again, other than that, you know, especially in terms of uh, comparing the U.S. and Israel uh, and their atrocities with you know, other groups is, is pretty, uh, pretty non, you know, non-serious. But, um, of course this needed, uh, immediate response from, from Nancy Pelosi and all of the other, uh, Democrats who, who, who fucking bow before Israel and, and grovel at their feet whenever anyone says anything remotely critical of them. Um, so this is a statement that was put out by, uh, Nancy Pelosi, majority leader, Steny Hoyer, majority whip. James Clyburn, uh, Assistant Speaker Catherine Clark, uh, Hakeem Jeffries, Peter Aguilar. Uh, this is a joint statement about her comments. Uh, quote, legitimate criticism of the policies of both the United States and Israel is protected by values of free speech and democratic debate. And oh, I indeed- feel a butt coming on. <laughs> and indeed, such criticism is essential to oh. the strength the health of our democracies. They're, they're padding the runtime before that butt happens. But <laughs> drawing false equivalencies <laughs> between drawing false equivalencies between democracies. Oh God, this, I I can't even read this. Up. Okay, drawing false equivalence between democracies like the U.S. and Israel, <laughs> and groups that engage in terrorism like Hamas and the Taliban, foments prejudice and undermines progress towards a future of peace and security for all unless you're Muslim. Uh, we welcome the clarification the, by uh, Congresswoman Omar that there is no moral equivalency between the U.S. and Israel and Hamas and the Taliban. And I also would welcome her clarification because I think that's actually an important uh, yeah, thing. Yeah, you're right. Because, there is no moral uh, equivalency nothing, between nothing Hamas the Taliban and Israel. Is, right. Nothing the Taliban has done uh, could even come close to the atrocities that the U.S. and Israel have, have, have wreaked upon the world. And Hamas is literally just a self-defense organization that's uh, trying to protect a fucking completely oppressed and um, imprisoned group from the imperialist colonizers right. well, who are well fucking they're not, controlling. I mean,
1: they're them. they're not just a resistance. <clears throat> like they are, they took over running right. the. they, and they have like, like, they're like they're the elected political party, like a governmental structure. Also, right, <laughs> right. We, as we talked like a, a couple of weeks ago, like they're, they're foreign, of, you know, foreign press offices run by a doctor. You know, like right. <laughs> the most <laughs> right. boring, civilized fucking, you know, functions of government possible. Right. So, and... so this is
0: preposterous, this whole fucking statement. But, you know, that's... yeah. And again, we talked about, you know, I, I think even back as far as when Trump was talking about negotiating with the Taliban uh, to leave Afghanistan. Uh, the Taliban also is not a terrorist organization. It is it is a fundamentalist government that, you know, controlled... Afghanistan for uh I think a period of five six years until the U.S. invaded um but they're like a functioning government like I, I again I wouldn't you know I, I wouldn't vote for a Taliban candidate uh, based on their policies but it's mm-hmm. it, it, it's just you know it, it again it's it a- anyone who's brown is a terrorist and like it, it's just the the de facto
1: anyone unless they who's... unless they chop up a Washington Post reporter and then that's a that's just a You know, a problematic ally. That's an oopsie, right? That's an oopsie on on, on his part.
0: Um, Yeah, so, you know, fucking preposterous, but I I expect nothing less when anyone gives tepid criticism of Israel. Did
1: did you see how this uh, assassination (coughs) team that killed Khashoggi, uh, they just found out that, like, they they made a little... Their private plane made a stop in Cairo to pick up the drugs they used to kill him. Oh, really? Yeah, on their way to... to, Uh, to turkey it's like really you have you're a dictator and you had to like have the whole team like lay like land to pick up the drugs like hey while you're out uh pick up my dry cleaning too because that's right yeah you can't have that delivered i don't trust them you guys i don't don't, don't order a private plane just any day of the fucking month
0: i mean if i'm gonna order one i'm gonna get my good you know i'm gonna get you out of it
1: I'm, t- I'm trying to save the planet, not send a new private jet for every fucking thing I need. Like, for you guys every are on the I way. Performed. Just pick up the fucking assassination drugs on your. I just don't want it coming into my country, <laughs> and then getting mixed up somehow, or it gets lost in the mail. Just y- you guys are the pros, right? You you pick it up yourself in, on the on the tarmac, and it's then like- go <laughs> drug him and chop him up and carry him out in duffel bags, and I'll deal with the fallout. Just. You know, it's like their... it's like if you order on Doordash, it's like, hey, you have ten minutes if you want to add some items from Seven
0: Eleven to your <laughs> order. It's just like just add a couple, just throw it's in a like couple Slurpees the other playing way. Fucking
1: you know? fucking video game, and you're just like, mm, which like like you know, cycling through which weapons you want to pick up. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Okay, we got the oh, bone man. saw. We got the fucking heart-stopping uh, fucking amphetamines. pliers, got... of
0: course, to pull the teeth out. You know, just the, just right. all, all the all the classics. Right. Um right, <laughs> so you know, and speaking of Israel, we should mention quickly that the uh, uh, Israeli uh, Parliament officially uh, voted to uh, recognize the new government, which means that Benjamin Netanyahu is no longer prime minister uh, and now this this guy Neftali Bennett is the prime minister. And we talked about him uh, the last couple of weeks on the air uh, and about what a fucking maniac he is and in, in many ways he's actually more of a fucking savage than... Uh, Netanyahu was, uh, and, and he just is has is is totally remorseless about uh, the fact that he he wants no agreement whatsoever and just wants to wipe the Palestinians off the face of the earth. Um, so you know, and immediately he celebrated his uh, his new position by uh, bombing Gaza last night, or I guess today. I don't, you know, I don't time zone wise, I don't know. But basically, as, as of, as of yeah today, today uh, he's been bombing Gaza, you know, just nonstop. Since I thought they had a over. ceasefire. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, but 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 you know they violated it by by not uh, ceasing to exist. I guess I don't. Kind of like, like how
1: Iran violated <laughs> their uh, nuclear deal with us after we dissolved it. <laughs> right, right. After we after we ripped it up and and sort of violated it, then
0: they violated it. It's a very very weird uh, situation. But yeah, no, he's he's a fucking maniac. Um, but really, a, a really annoying thing that's happening. And I, like, I get to some extent the 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 intent behind these sorts of statements, but I feel like they're just useless when we know exactly who the person is you're talking about. Like Bernie came out after the, the, the news about the the prime minister uh, and he came out with a quote, I will not be mourning the departure of uh, the prime minister, uh, Mr. Netanyahu. And I hope that Israel will have a government that will better be able to, that we will better be able to work with. But I mean, and I get the idea. is like, oh, well, you know, oh hopefully they'll be. You know, but you fucking know with it. You know exactly what we're getting with this government. I mean, they're the same as they ever were. Everyone who gets elected to a seat in that fucking parliament is a fucking Zionist. It's a, it's, is a, is a fascist fucking Zionist they wouldn't get elected to the Israeli parliament if they weren't. So like, you know exactly what you're getting. You may get yeah, a different flavor. There's a flavor. couple
1: that aren't, there's a couple that aren't, but like they get death threats on the parliament floor. Right. And, like, and, and, you, you think our No voting is block divided.
0: whatsoever. No voting power <laughs> whatsoever, you know, like just total right. token um, representation. And, and that was the other thing is, is I think the, um, it, 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 it In a lot of ways it actually mirrors what the Biden administration does. It's just you know mirroring the verbiage and appearance of woke politics while continuing business as usual. Like the big push behind this one was like, oh well, it's a diverse coalition of all the different groups in Israel. It's the center and the right and the left. and there's a, the first ever Arab members of a coalition government and and it's like, yeah, and they're all fucking they're all, they're all gonna support the 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 fucking maniac who you actually put in power was even more right-wing and psychotic than than benjamin netanyahu um in whatever he wants to do so what the fuck you know again it's the appearance of change it's the same fucking uh shit that they've been
1: doing and getting away with and they only took him out because of corruption right right and and, then and that he lost the kind of you know narrative capone guy killed a bunch of people uh well that's you can't really prove it but we have the i mean we know that they he did that because the like their bodies are splattered all over and there was a note about sleeping with the fishes or something like that which we know is his calling card but uh okay we're going with tax evasion okay all right whatever (laughs) he'll he'll die in prison so we got (laughs) it right no
2: exactly
0: and and it's just you know same as it ever was but it's unfortunate um yeah, anyway, uh, speaking of Biden, though, we should get into what he's been up to this week, because uh, the G7 is going on. Of course, all the big world leaders are meeting. and That's a that's bingo? He was at bingo <laughs> right. night? Right, he was at bingo. That? You probably thought he was at bingo night. That would explain a lot of uh, some of the press
1: conferences that he gave. <laughs> Just imagine him all up on stage, and oh, someone, someone says about... The, uh, or G seven Biden <laughs> just kind of was like, bingo. Ha, what, ha, what? What? <laughs> um, pretty much. I mean, if you if you've seen what happened today uh, with with him and the the handshake, Glenn Greenwald was tweeting about that, um, and just how disgusting our media is. Where you know apparently they're supposed to when he shook uh, Putin's hand, they're supposed to shake hands and look at the camera, but instead uh, Biden forgot to look at the camera, <laughs> so he just looked at like stared into his Just eyes blankly stared into putin so face, to, right. to, to cover for the fact that biden fucked up and looks stupid to the rest of the world who knows what the protocol for these things is supposed to be they're trying to make biden look tough and not dumb by saying he <laughs> stared putin down and putin was so shook by that because it's it, like all these fucking nat douchebags at wapo new york times are shitting their pants right now because Russia and China are teaming up like ever, like never before, which we'll get into in a bit. But uh, yeah, just just hilarious how they they try to just nakedly spin his melting brain weakness into I, right somehow being this power play. Um, <laughs> and they just fetishize these handshake moments, like it's the moment that defines the you know whatever. It's like it doesn't right. fucking mean anything, right? And and the funny thing is, like someone like
0: Kamala totally buys into all of that shit because she's been. Inflated with that, her whole career. So when she oh, yeah. fucking eventually gets cheated into the presidency, she's going to do all that shit totally unironically, thinking like that it's you know it that that is exactly who she is, and that is the entire substance of her substanceless uh, being in existence as a as a politician and as a human. So that'll be really fun to watch. Um, but yeah, so I actually have a couple of clips here from from Biden from this from this meeting from this summit um, where they're going to agree to do absolutely nothing um and i'm sure we have more on that later but uh this is actually a clip from today that i just just managed to insert into the uh, format because i kind of can't believe that like joe biden would say this like with with just a total lack of irony um but but he did so i'll play this and we'll, we'll talk about it um let's start it up at the beginning
3: here his credibility worldwide shrinks let's get this straight How would it be if the United States were viewed by the rest of the world as interfering with the elections directly of other countries and everybody knew it? What would it be like if we engaged in activities that he is engaged in? It diminishes the standing of a country that is desperately trying to make sure it maintains its standing as a major world power. And so it's not just what I do. It's what the actions that other countries take in this case russia that are contrary to international norms it's the price they pay they are not they are not able to dictate what happens in the world there are other nations of significant consequence i.e the united states of america being one of them
0: (laughs) oh just no irony whatsoever I, i i mean just uh, you know i'll let it speak for itself there's nothing you even have to say about that it's just it's fucking hilarious the the,
1: the, the perception i mean or, or just i should say lack of perception of you know it, that's like literally <clears throat> who, who's the who's the fucking the mma fighter that like was the 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 guy he just i mean they all like kind of boast and everything but this it's guy just, uh, was just like, oh conor mcgregor yeah, yeah, and uh fucking homeboy clocked him. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Knocked him out like I'm the black. <laughs> You're fucking it's it's just it's like the the notion that yeah, I you know, I can I can't say anything of that. It just, it's like it's, said, it no, it's just no, it's just it's just
0: so preposterous on its face. It. But, and and by the way, I meant to mention when you mentioned uh the thing, do you think and, and again, we were both pretty uh, I, I mean, I wasn't even born uh, and you were very young at the time, but Do you think the the press like during Reagan's administration did the same shit when he was clearly, you know, shitting his pants like every time he was doing a press conference because he forgot where he was like, like trying to spin every little stupid like moment of, of like I don't know where I am into like Reagan
1: didn't start that way. I mean Reagan was still this beloved actor who you know he was like John Wayne. He talked like John Wayne, but with like a little bit more you know twinkle in his eye. Um, And it wasn't really till like the midway through. It, but they were definitely shielding him from the press in the later years oh, when right. he, Alzheimer's was going on. And they're you know, they they know that, so they're already doing that from the start here. Right, preemptively. Because you know? it was
0: it was obvious before he even won the nomination that, that his fucking cognition was was declining, Biden, I mean. Um, but but it just seems like they're really working overtime in a way that I've never seen before to just they, make us yeah. not see what's right in front of our faces. Like it's super the, fucking this, obvious.
1: The whole notion that you know him having a brain fart was really him you know staring into the evil eyes of vladimir putin to you know which is it's fucking nonsense so you had a couple others well, here, too. I, well I, here i have another clip uh speaking about uh
0: vladimir putin that that biden was actually asked uh whether or not he thought putin was a killer and this was his response um to that question which again is a hilarious question because anything that that Vladimir Putin has been accused of certainly could be applied to certainly can be applied to Joe Biden and every other American president. But uh, let's let's hear Joe Biden's uh, response. And by the way, I'm not pausing this at any point. If you hear any long silences, uh, that's actually in the. Oh, video. Oh yeah, when I first listened to this, I kept check. I was like, "Does my internet go out? <laughs> Am I buffering? Like, what's happening?" Uh, so yeah, I'll play this.
3: Well, look, I mean, he has made clear that uh, uh, the answer is I believe he has in the past essentially acknowledged that he was, uh, there are certain things that he would do or did do. But look,
1: was having he was having a now loading moment you know, <laughs> right. when back when he had the what was his it, it playstation was on uh d v d discs or whatever that was uh, I don't even know but that was that was always the you know the downfall of disc games over cartridge games is that you had to fucking wait for every single little oh, thing to load brutal. so brutal um yeah, so it was you know um I used to say back in the day when it would say now loading we'd be like now choting <laughs> fucking sucked um and now like you know, whenever something new drops on uh, Disney Plus, right? Like, you got a 50-50 chance it's going to crash in the first 30 seconds, right? right? So I've I've been effectively calling it Disney Puss. <laughs> because it's just, it's just like nothing. They're always pushing more crap into it to make it so that, like, we'll, we'll never get to the point where anything fucking streams properly. They're just right. going to make it higher and higher def and more fucking, you know, and it's just going to cost more, and it's never going to work right, and that's fucking joe biden's brain in a nutshell (laughs) right right just more and more information because when
0: you're president you get a bunch of fucking information every day and they're just shoveling it in there and it's going into the abyss and this is Uh, the result um and here i have one more clip from the g7 um where he clearly is either not looking either his prompter went down or he doesn't have one and he's really just struggling so without let's uh let's play this clip
3: where um we could work together with russia for example uh in, uh in Libya, we should be opening up the, the 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 passes to be able to go through and provide uh, provide uh, um, food assistance and economic. Assi- I mean, vital assistance to uh, a population that's in real trouble. I think I'm going to try very much hard to uh, it, it is. And by the way, there's places where I shouldn't be starting off and negotiating in public here. But let me say it this way russia has engaged in activities which are we believe are contrary to international norms but they have also um, uh, bitten off some real problems they're going to have trouble chewing on and for example the rebuilding of uh, of uh, of syria of uh, of libya of you know this is they're there and as long as they're there without the ability to Bring about some order in the in the region, and you can't do that very well without providing for the basic economic needs of people. So I'm hopeful that we can find an accommodation that where we can save the lives of people in, for example, in uh, in Libya. Uh, that. Uh, What the fuck is he talking about? good lord, that was
0: painful to just sit (laughs) there.
3: Does
1: does he think that that Russia invaded Syria and Libya (laughs) the way that America invaded Iraq and Afghanistan?
0: Well, he's right about
1: one thing, is that they are rebuilding those countries
0: because we bombed them into the fucking Stone Age. Like, that's why they're rebuilding them. They're rebuilding
1: those countries because they're allies.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) And they need to be rebuilt because we've been bombing the shit out of them for the last fucking 15 years now. Like, that's the reason.
1: (laughs) i don't even i have no idea if he knows that oh, honestly it's like just, it's just he's got a, nothing his, his, there his, his, the gears of his brain are grinding in like the you know it's like memory request <laughs> file like camp town <laughs> race to sing the song lyrics nope nope that's the wrong one
0: <laughs> should i start singing uh, pick a bale of cotton oh, wait no that one won't play well today let me let's go to something else um, uh no and, and i mean Again, he's just he he just doesn't know where. And again, I don't feel good making fun of somebody whose cl- cognition is clearly slipping. But uh, well, he, I do. You assholes, inve- it, it, you know, fucking <laughs> voted for him. Uh, you know, it, it elected him president. So this, this is something we get. all have to endure now. Like this is what we have to fucking endure because you insisted that it couldn't have been Bernie Sanders that it had to be this fucking dementia demented geriatric fucking lunatic. Um, and and it's just he literally stops halfway through that and goes, oh, I, sh- I shouldn't. Uh, negotiating public, but, uh, like,
1: he's just, he can't, he can't... He, what is he negotiating with the public here right now? Like, what, what I, does that
0: even mean? I think he's saying that, like, these are things he would <laughs> offer up in a negotiation with Russia, with Putin, but, like, he just, he's not competent to do this. The most important job in the country. I mean, what the fuck? Like, what do you... It's just, God, I
1: wouldn't trust this guy to work on my car. Like, it's just not a, well. not a good... The, to you know, to in fairness, you know, uh, uh, the cars that Joe Biden could work on probably had a lot less components to them back <laughs> the, you know, in right. nineteen sixty. Right, right. God damn! I, I mean, so I just, yeah, this is this is still just just like he they're they're trying to frame everything as though you know Russia's weak and China's weak mm-hmm. and they're you know they're they're outside the law and like you know the the the, the, the international norms. That we've established or whatever america does and anything that they do that's you know the same as what america does actually does is actually what they're terrified of right right because right now russia and china are having you know they're getting along really well and the people who want you know american except, exceptionalism to reign across the land uh globally that scares them because you've got two superpowers teaming up to do things like uh, ignore U.S. sanctions, <laughs> so uh, suddenly our our sphere of influence is collapsing, mm-hmm. while theirs is, uh, you know, everywhere. Right. <laughs> so um, I've got a couple examples of this, and this is just this is this is from Politico, uh, and, and this reads just just like parody. Like this this reminds me of Stephen Colbert before the Colbert Report, like back when he was like the best guy on the Daily Show. Right. Uh, this headline. <laughs> Biden fears what best friends Putin and President Xi could do together. <laughs> so I'm just going to cut into here. Uh, I just, I took like some of the best paragraphs. 20 years after signing the treaty of good neighborliness, friendship, and cooperation, the Chinese-Russian relationship has achieved new heights and is poised to reach a larger scale broader field and deeper level chinese foreign minister wang yi said in a video message in his speech russian foreign minister sergey largov declared moscow and beijing are consistent supporters of the formation of a more just democratic and therefore stable polycentric system of world order hyperbole to some degree yes hypocrisy on some fronts for sure but to the Biden administration, such lovey dovey rhetoric between Moscow and Beijing cannot be ignored. We've. <laughs> this is, all right. Here's a quote here. Uh, we've seen over the last decade, or what we've seen over the last decade is something much deeper and frankly more concerning, a senior Biden official said. I think you'd have to say that on some level, this operates as almost a quasi alliance. oh no two countries that are that have a lot of resources (laughs) are getting along what the fuck i just i love all like the like the different ways they're defining it like this is oh god yeah like so you know so where is it here Ah, i lost my place fuck it it, but But just all like 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 what so they they're i have an alliance isn't that good right right would, would, like, would you what, prefer
0: that the other two major superpowers are, are at war with each other? Like, what What, what would, what would right. be the preferential... Oh, we'd love that. We'd love that. Right. Because
1: uh, then we could, we you know, they would bankrupt themselves. Oh, man,
0: $1.5 trillion dollar fucking yearly budget we'd be, we'd be up to with, uh, with, with our defense
1: budget, I'm sure. So, just a little bit more from this uh, Politico piece. <clears throat> uh, perhaps most striking and of greatest concern to the United States is what appears to be an increasing military and technological cooperation between Russia and China. Asked for examples, a senior Biden administration official ticked off several. And this is the actual quote. Uh, Advanced fighter airplanes with hypersonic technologies, very effective radars, battle integration systems that link several different services more efficiently, nuclear propulsion with respect to submarines, night vision I mean I could go on and on. those are all areas that Russia and China have worked closely on together like so just just want to uh, you know freak out a little bit about all the crazy future technologies about uh, planes that can go faster than the speed of sound uh, battle integration systems that link things together that could literally be a spreadsheet. You know, who the right. fuck knows what it he's talking about like... uh, nuclear powered subs oh my god when did that pe- oh wait we've had that since the 1960s okay right. uh and night vision night vision goggles uh totally new terrifying <laughs> technology that uh russian <laughs> like literally like what what, what that are, are, things... are consumer grade technologies at this point that you
0: could buy at a fucking best pro shop for less
1: than fucking 40 50 years right. Right.
0: what the fuck are they talking about it, it, it's just preposterous. And, and again, you always see this, especially when it comes to like, let's also like the space program, you see that a lot. They're like, would you, you I can they're, they're going to get ahead of us. They're going to send man people to the moon. It's like, okay, fine. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, we were sending people to the moon like 50, 60 years ago.
1: Like, what the fuck? Like, who cares? Like, who gives a fuck? But what, what, what if they establish a successful communist colony on the moon? It's <laughs> like, okay, well then don't go there because you don't like communism right Great. no we'll just go there and fucking start a moon war and and you know depose them and fucking they're gonna take... dye the moon red and then fucking carve in a yellow I... hammer and sickle on the moon <laughs> you have to sit up there every night and look at the fucking they're gonna hold our they're
0: gonna hold our tides hostage they're gonna move the moon if we don't acquiesce oh, to their God. oh i, I oh, saw it, uh God. this is
1: kind of random but um there's apparently a, a little commie <clears throat> chapter down in florida uh called the tropical communists oh shit and their logo is is a hammer but instead of a sickle it's a palm tree tree. it looks fucking awesome awesome. it looks fucking oh god the fucking cuban the the miami right-wing cubans but shit their pants about those guys freaking out about like 16 college kids that came up with (laughs) a fucking super awesome logo oh man that's great um who are like clearly like writing their congressmen about it and this, you know, <laughs> trying to get on Fox news talking about this tropical communism. Right. Right. Oh God. Unreal. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's ridiculous, and this G seven summit is a is a fucking joke to begin with. And they all they all signed onto a, a, a resolution to like it was the, the wording was super vague. But then you know when you look into the details, it's like well, no one actually outlined any terms or any. It's it's again it's the Paris Climate Agreement all over again. Like they, they these leaders all get together and they agree to some sweeping thing so that you can write a bunch of fluff piece headlines about it. And then you like okay, but what are the actual parameters of that agreement? And there's, like, nothing. It's like, oh, well, it's a non-binding agreement. They all just agree that they want to really look hard at doing these things, and, you know, hopefully it'll happen. Like, it's just, you know, it's fucking bullshit. It's all fucking
1: bullshit. Right. It's just a... It's a photo op. Right. It's a photo op. And there was one picture where they're all standing on little podiums uh, on, like, the edge of a, like, of a cliff and, like, the oceans behind them. And somebody tweeted it out and said, "Like sacrificing the world leaders to the Kraken to save the world." <laughs> oh man, uh,
3: and
1: it's it hilarious because they're all standing there, just like half smiling at the camera. So, like the idea that like they all know the Kraken's coming, <laughs> and they're just kind of like, "Well, which uh, one of us is going to be doing my chosen
0: my by the sea?" Right? Hopefully, all of them. Oh man, that'd be great. Just a massive fucking like interstellar style title, <laughs> like the. Eighty-story-high tidal wave
1: just oh, man, that wipes it all wave out is, at once. Taking out the Golden Gate Bridge so many fucking times in my life.
3: <laughs> I mean, uh, they,
1: they, I think the first one was um, the Abyss. James Cameron was the oh, first yeah. one who was Love like, "I'm going to take out that fucking bridge. I'm sick of that thing." <laughs> and then it was like 2012 and fucking Independence Day and day after tomorrow, day after tomorrow, tomorrow. Well, Godzilla, Godzilla took out the Golden Gate Bridge and Godzilla, fucking, but yeah, whichever like Terminator movies. Several took right. out the Golden Gate Bridge with a fucking children's school bus or whatever it was. Oh, <laughs> uh, That bridge is just like, I don't know what it is. It, Hollywood directors just hate that thing. <laughs> I went over that once. I went to San Francisco.
2: It
0: was a fun time. Um, but anyway, yeah. So uh, fucking ridiculous. Um, a couple other, just any other quick th- quick hits you want to do before we get out of here. I, I wanted to mention quick the, um, I, I don't know if you, did you see that video of the Ocean City Cops uh, tasing a seventeen-year-old kid for suspected vaping—I
1: would have done that. <laughs> fuck, fuck vaping. Uh, no, I didn't see that, but that's horrifying. So apparently,
0: um, apparently, vaping is legal on the Ocean City, Maryland boardwalk, um, which is kind of—I mean, I, again, I'm not a vapor, but seems kind of fucking stupid if you're outside to to uh, l- prohibit people from smoking or... I think it's smoking or vaping. I don't think it's just vape, Yeah, know. if you're in a crowded public place, it's, it's, it's just a obnoxious. Dick, it's a dick move. Like, look, I, I would easily be annoyed, but I also don't want, like, it to be legally enforced
1: that, like, you know, <laughs> you can't... Um, yeah, but it should also be illegal, illegal to, like, sit there and idle your engine for extended periods of time in any place near human beings because that fucking that's like cancerous right. to right i mean you. it is
0: isn't certain places like, i know in new york it, I, it's
1: never enforced it's, no never i could, enforced, I, could I could just i could walk outside start a car engine and let it run for days and there's nothing anyone could do about it right right and <laughs> like you'd have to call the city and by the time the city showed up i could just be like oh okay and then just turn it off like right. there'd be no penalty right um um, but yeah, so the kid got tased for well, it.
0: Well, yeah, and so and it's just preposterous because this kid is just you know, and again, I, he wasn't even vaping in the video, so who knows if they were even. But but there's like five fucking cops, you know, and they all surround the kid, and they they want to search his backpack for a vape, which they have no constitutional right to do whatsoever. Um, and he has his hands up, but he won't like take his backpack off because he's like, uh, you know, I'm just I'm not doing anything. And they fucking tased him and like all jumped on top of him and you know, and I'm hmm. sure roughed him up while they were down there. Um, and there was multiple videos of, of, related incidents. Cause I guess this is a new thing that they're enforcing on the boardwalk in Maryland now. Um, but it's fucking preposterous. I mean, again, you know, if you want to like give people a ticket and like have like non, uh, police entities just going around and like handing out. Tickets again. I don't. You know. I don't even know if that's necessary. But it, but if you want to enforce that, then that's like the bare max or the the maximum that you should do to enforce that is like literally just hand people a twenty dollar ticket and be like, hey, don't vape anymore. You know. Right. And, like, well, you I need... mean, the thing
1: with that is that you have to at least get their name and information because otherwise, it's, you know, right. Well, yeah. Well, you know, it away, could but... be a non-cop like that just
0: takes their you know like a like a part like a meter maid basically that just walks around
1: right. and is like, hey. Well, so like. In Chicago, on the waterfront, there's signs all over that say, you know, if you're, if you're here, you basically are automatically consenting to have your bag searched for any reason at any time. Which is now, fucking
0: insanity, right? It's
1: a public area. They, they're not going to do that unless they had a reason. Like, uh, on, on the weekends, they have, like, those signs up with police standing right at the entrances. You know, the, the little tunnels that go under the Lakeshore Drive fucking mega highway that you have to somehow cross to get to the beach. Right. Um, and, you know, and there's cops are like, standing right there staring at you, like, assessing you as to whether you need to be stopped before you come in there. And, you know, I'm rolling up in there on my bike, and I've got, you know, a fucking cooler on my bike rack that's got, you know, 12 fucking alcoholic drinks in there, <laughs> right. which I'm, I'm guessing is illegal yeah, by city code.
0: Yeah, any kind of vehicle, uh, even if it's, like, a bike, I'm sure they're like, oh, Well, oh. I just I think it's, you know,
1: there's, there's no booze on the beach at all right. permitted, but everyone there is fucking drinking. Right. It's just, you know, are you being you know discreet about it or are you walking around with a bottle in your hand <laughs> fucking yelling and screaming at people which i've seen happen
0: right of times. and most of those are just anti-homeless laws anyway because they you know th- it makes it easier for them to harass
1: and, and and move out of an area like a homeless person right. who's drink you know well i'll tell you though like if you really don't want the cops to fuck <clears throat> you just be really nice to them like doesn't matter how much you hate the cops if you're rolling by the police and they're standing there like looking at your bags and everything and you've got alcohol just be like, hey, you know, like hi, <laughs> you just and they won't fuck with you because they think you, you're nice and you like them, right? If you're you white, it, that'll, that'll that'll it, definitely work. If you're white, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, uh, asterisk, uh, do not attempt this uh, if you are uh, 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 darker than a piece white of paper. Privilege does not mean that you don't still use <laughs> Oh white no, privilege. I, I agree. I use it
0: all the time. Well, I mean, not all the time, but you know, I'll always use it if I get in a situation where I'm pulled over or something. And I've definitely not gotten a ticket f- before for like bullshit things like. Oh, you cross the double yellow line because some assholes stop right in front of you and you swerve to oh, avoid yeah. them. I've gotten well, pulled over for that and not given a ticket because I was super nice. I've Yeah, exactly. While well, in the you, whole time being like, fuck you, you mother," like in my head, like, you know, just... Right,
1: right, right. Well, and that's why, you know, like have some maturity and in, in, in common sense and realize that, like, if you. Convey what you really think about cops. You, like they're gonna, they're dicks. Like they're, they're, you. they're, You're right. They're
0: fucking bullies. So just the same right. way, like you know, in, in Back to the Future when George McFly, you know, he's, he like laughs with the bullies. Like, oh, okay, Biff, I'll get you. Like he, he knows that if he talks shit to him, like right. Biff's gonna beat the shit out of him. But you know, he just has to play nice to not get his ass kicked basically
1: exactly yeah well you know i've never actually gotten to punch out a cop at the end of the movie though (laughs) i was gonna
0: say the moral of that story though is that he eventually one up on me (laughs) punches him out but um um
1: yeah or i just feign feign ignorance like i'll I'll be out cruising around at night on the bike looking for like little you know underground roads and alleyways that uh you know i might want to take a group ride on at some point and what uh you know well actually several times I've had cops be like hey you're not allowed down here and I'm like oh sorry I was I must have got turned around like <laughs> <laughs> like knowing right. full well that I'm down there to fucking do you know get into areas I'm not allowed right and, of course you know just uh and that's a great thing about trespassing is is you know if you get caught you just go oh I didn't I didn't know and then you leave right away and there's nothing they can do
0: right that people always like oh ignorance of a law is not an excuse for breaking it yes it fucking
1: is if if it's not a major thing that'll get you out of it like so <laughs> exactly. much as long, as long as you comply so with times. what they tell you right they're gonna let you go because they don't want to fucking deal with you know a trespasser they're they're there to right. you know do another shit um. But I did want to mention, before we get out of here, uh, a little bit more on China and COVID. Um, the State Department, actually the embassy, the U.S. embassy uh, in Trinidad and Tobago, tweeted out how they were donating 80 vials, 80 vials of COVID, uh, COVID vaccine to the nation of Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> Tobago. Tobago? Tobago? I always said Tobago, but I don't really know. You say Tobago, I say Tobago. <laughs> right, right. Um, now, 80 vials is not 80 doses. It's actually 480 doses, right? But each person right. needs two doses, so that's technically 240 people. That's the same amount of characters you can fit in a tweet. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> right, right. You can fit more so characters in a tweet, actually. Yeah,
1: I, just want, I want to read through a couple of the responses here in this article. Headline, China state media mocks U.S. for gifting 480 vaccine doses <laughs> to Trinidad and Tobago after they gave them 100,000. So China has already given Trinidad, Trinidad and Tobago 100,000 doses of COVID vaccine. Now, keep in mind, this article is from Global Times China. Uh, so it's a little biased, but right. you know, I, think, I think that's okay considering how biased Western media is. Right. Um, so the government of Trinidad and Tobago listed <clears throat> its population at 1,366,725 as of 2020. The vaccine donation to Trinidad and Tobago from the U.S. equals 480 doses. Each person needs two doses, da-da-da-da-da. Chen Weiwa, why you, why how do you Chen, say
0: his name? Chen Weiwa.
1: Yeah, that, that Wai- the guy Wai-wa? who's like the best
0: person ever on Twitter who just constantly yeah. destroys US politicians.
1: And just in case you didn't know exactly what he is uh, other than um, the greatest of all time, he is the EU, he's the EU European Union bureau chief and a columnist for the uh, China Daily. He tweeted a response to the US embassy, quote that is more like the amount of do- uh, donating to a single nursing home, not a whole country. <laughs> I mean, you don't miss. He never misses. He never so misses. D- some of the other reactions here were just like, this has got to be a joke. The U.S. sends more bombs in a day to the Middle East. <laughs> right. Um, another one here. There are almost as many words in the statement as vaccine vials being donated. <laughs> uh, Eighty vials, and you paid someone more than what they cost to make to post about it. <laughs> right. Uh, Just 80 vials. Trinidad and Tobago has a population of over a million. I hope China steps in to fulfill the rest of the supply. They have been very good about delivering, and it is precisely why my elderly parents are excited about their vaccines over the Western ones. Um, Another one here. We thank you for assisting in acquiring a vaccine in a timely manner. The key to normalcy and stability right now is with (coughs) mass vaccination. This will lead us on a path to economic recovery. We do not need empty promises, but action. We look... Out for those who look out for us, a Facebook user suggested after learning about the update of China's vaccine batch. So, yeah, uh, (laughs) this is, like, the the thing that terrifies U.S. officials is China is gaining more influence around the world by taking care of it. (laughs) Like, I, I don't understand how we get to a point where our standing in the world is being hurt by the fact that, like, we can't fucking do shit for anyone, and all China has to do is just, like, be the America that we pretended to be, and, and that somehow is an uh, existential crisis for the United States. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's just,
0: it's it's fucking laughable. But, you know, again, and again, like, there are states like Kentucky and, like, in, in Alabama where the rate of vaccination is, like, 30-something percent. Like, I'm sure they got plenty of fucking vials that they have no intention of using that you could easily send over to all of these countries who don't have the resources to uh to access this vaccine um but we just fucking we got, won't do it
1: we got, a, we got a ton of it i was talking to my mom and she was telling me about somebody she was talking to who was a registered nurse who was a volunteer uh up here in northern michigan and they had a bunch of COVID vaccines that like they had only a few hours before they were going to expire right. right so they just started like Driving around, going to like barber shops and libraries, and just walking in and saying, "Hey, who here needs a vaccination?" Right. Like they were just trying to like get anyone to get vaccinated who hadn't before they expired. Right. And right, I thought they're stable I, once you right, take them out of the well, fridge. And I'm thinking like, oh, vaccines sort of. have to be administered at like a you know a state licensed approved facility location that's on a thing. It's like no, they were just literally driving around going to like a cafe, being like, "Hey, who here wants a vaccine? It's free." <laughs> <laughs> like, like once that, you. Right, so like I, I think like total I'm pre- frontier medicine. I'm pretty
0: sure, especially with the the mRNA ones, um, but actually maybe with all of them. Basically, they say like once you open them, you got to use them within eight hours. But once you open them, I think they're more or less like shelf stable for those eight hours. So like you could bring them wherever and just and I, and I think that's probably by design um, to say like you you can bring these into places where you're not going to necessarily have access to like. You know, a a refrigerator at all times. Like you can go into the like homeless, you know, uh, areas like where where you know it's just like like opening up dumpsters. Like, hey, anyone there need a vaccine? (laughs) Right, just wherever, like, just you know. So that's that's it's good that that that's. uh... But yeah, again, like a bunch of idiots in this country just won't get fucking vaccinated, (laughs) and then there's a lot of people, and you know, and not to shortchange this, there's a a decent percentage, especially when polled, who says like, I am. Literally afraid of missing work, or, or you know, the side effects causing me to miss work because I'll get fired. And there's like some segment of the population that hasn't gotten vaccinated. I think it's something like half of all non-vaccinated respondents to a poll said that that was a factor in them not uh, getting vaccinated because they were scared of missing work due to the side effects, and either getting fired or just not having enough money to pay their bills. Because again, everyone in this country makes fucking starvation wages uh so uh, you know it, it's just it, but but again biden's administration is doing nothing to solve any of these fucking issues he could easily solve all of these issues but uh he's just choosing not to and and blaming it on bogeymen like joe manchin or on mitch mcconnell or fucking whoever you know when we know it's the entire fucking system and yeah, they're all a bunch it, of scumbags just who imagine how much shit we could get done
1: you know if instead of you know Positioning ourselves as an as a adversary to Russia and China. Like, what if we decided to team up? Like, what if we all got along instead of constantly... That'd be communism, though. We can't do that. <laughs> right. Like, and it's just, it's so ingrained in Western media that Russia has to be the enemy. Right. Right? It, it's like, it's it's. Ridiculous. But we need to have an enemy. We can't not have an enemy. Uh, right. And right now they're the most convenient choice. This is just, uh, just the headline I'm going to read here from Bloomberg Business. Headline, Russia's planning to revive the Soviet-era practice of putting convicts to work. <laughs> just don't call it a gulag like oh you mean the soviet era practice of doing what america's done for the last 500 fucking years right, Do you think that the thing that
0: like most of our fucking uh, most of our products are fucking made from is prison slave labor and, and in, I, in america and right now
1: yeah uh, and i love the idea that <laughs> bloomberg business is pretending to have a moral objection to prison labor like really i'm pretty sure that every other opinion article they've written on the matter completely supports prison labor okay right uh, and then you remember the response when Vladimir Putin gave Donald Trump a soccer ball. Do you remember how they <laughs> lost their fucking minds over that? Like, right? You know, it, first it was, I, you know, I, I remember this happening, and like people losing their minds, and I'm like, wait, what? What happened? What did they do? He gave him, he gave him what? A soccer ball. Okay. Is that a uh, euphemism for like a nuclear arsenal? Like, what does that mean? Like, uh, it, so they called it a bizarre stunt. This was it. Trump's (laughs) bizarre stunt with Putin has his critics reaching for new epitaphs. This is by Jack Schaefer, uh, Politico, July 16, 2018. Trump's coddling of Putin prompted Trump criticism to reach a fresh threshold as as the press and politicians started flinging a new shocking description that burns like acid when it lands. Those are his actual words in Politico. In their new stinging formulation, Trump isn't just... A a lout or a loon, a firebrand or opportunist—he's now a traitor. New York Times columnist Charles M. Blow is among the first to apply the T word to the president in a prescient Monday piece titled "Trump: Treasonous Traitor," which appeared just hours before the presser. It was nothing short of treasonous. Former CIA director John Brennan tweeted of Trump's press conference performance. Oh, that guy's a real honest (laughs) actor. Press, this is just like there's so much alliteration, it's hard to say all this bullshit the way this right. is written. I'm so sorry the commander in chief is a traitor, tweeted Michael Moore, agreeing with Brennan for the first time ever. Tea Party stalwart Joel Walsh said the same thing. Trump the traitor read the headline on Boston Globe <laughs> columnist Michael A. Cohen's Monday afternoon piece. He concluded Trump is a clear and present danger to U.S. national security because he accepted a soccer ball. <laughs>
0: I think the funniest thing is that Vladimir Putin thinks that Donald Trump would do anything involving physical activity, like playing soccer uh, by giving him a soccer ball. But no, it is preposterous. Right. And that was the entire four year term of of, of Trump's presidency. It was just insane hyperbole. And now you're seeing the remnants of it where
1: all these organizations who fucking you know built their it, it, the, it is it's not even the remnants it's i i had i had nothing else to watch so i, I you know to, to kind of prep for the show they're still just doing get it a temperature right? check i i put on it was after they first aired so it was like after midnight right i, I put on uh brian williams and then um what's that hayes chris hayes chris and then rachel hayes. Maddow. they did it was three hours straight of nothing but trump Like they they made the only thing that they did that wasn't Trump was they talked about the uh you know, Florida trying to ban critical race theory and and what that means. Because of course that plays into culture war stuff, so they would, you know, pander to that. All the rest of it was how Trump tried to get the Justice Department to be his personal lawyer in the whatever fucking thing. And it was it like there was no mention of the G seven. There was no mention of Joe Biden, there was no mention of anything happening today, it was all what did Trump do and how it was worse than we ever thought possible, because their ratings are in the fucking toilet. Right. And this is the only thing that people cared about, because they, they told them this is the ex, extra... <laughs> and, and again, gun Ugh. to your head, could you, say, could you tell My me allergies. a single My thing... My I, I can't I can't say the word existential threat now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but again, I mean, and gun to your head, could you tell me a single thing that Donald Trump has done in the last year... Like, in public—like, uh, I, I couldn't tell you. Like, I, he's a fucking private citizen now. He's doing nothing. Like, he's right. sitting around,
1: uh, and they just and can't— for, f- for four years, they just said, why won't he just go away? It's like, because <laughs> right. he's, you he's won't them, let him. He's giving like, them their fucking wish, and they just won't— uh, Right. And, and I, but I think there were a lot of people who are, really were just fucking disgusted and <clears throat> sick of Donald Trump who— sure. Now that he's not president, they're they're really not tuning in to MSNBC. No matter how much they keep trying to feed into that, it's it's hurting right. them. With people, they're just like, yeah, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of thinking about him. I don't want to think about them. I'm, I'm gonna go play outside now, which right. they should. Right. And 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 that was the thing is I think
0: the calculus was like obviously every liberal uh, TV net TV networks ratings took a absolute uh, nose dive after Joe Biden got elected because you know they they had propped up this fucking fear in this fucking fictional tom clancy novel uh story for four years about donald trump being a russian asset and the second he went away uh the the ratings plummeted and so uh, you know of course the knee-jerk reaction from the networks and from the producers on all those shows was like all right, well, we'll find trump shit to talk about but people but regular people who bought into that fantasy even those people who bought into that are like, well, he's gone. I don't want to fucking think about him anymore. Like you said, well, like, like I, just, I just want to like be en- <laughs> I want to be entertained. Like don't so so you know those viewers went away, and the the small sliver of people who watched them because they legitimately believed in all that shit, um, now recognize that it was all bullshit. So they went away, and and they're left with you know, the same like fucking five hundred thousand people that just reflectively tune into MSNBC while they're cooking their fucking. You know their pasta at night, like in the background. Yeah, like they're that's... playing
1: Sudoku now instead of watching. You know all the all the conspiracy theories that turned out to be not true, like right uh, Russian bounties on U.S. soldiers. Remember how much that was like? Oh the, you God, know, Trump the did cycle. a thing of killing our troops, and yeah, that that was completely not right. true, completely false, Proving Russia completely rigging false. our election, completely false. Um, yeah, I, I love how all the all the grifters are like desperately looking for a new grift. Um, this this one's hilarious. This was from the Horse Whisperer tweeted out today. Oh God! Uh, how he can't get Twitter verified, and he's he's like citing his credentials, like which is just like such a LinkedIn bullshit thing to do. Which is his LinkedIn profile is how he got doxxed in the first place, by the way. Right? Uh, he, he's referring to his own tweets here. 380,000 followers, over 100 million impressions a month, over a billion a year, multiple impersonating accounts, not enough to be verified by Twitter. Nice job, Twitter support. New process, just as poor as the old one. So literally, if, if anyone knows anything about Twitter verification, you know that you have to use your real name, and it has to be an actual picture of you. Right. Not if you're a person, if you're not an organization. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's, but it's, it's like... <laughs> the horse whisperer, everyone knows the horse pissers. <laughs> Avatar is a fucking picture of a horse. Right. And somebody in the comments was like, you know, talking about like how, I can't get verified. He's like, how do I know you're a real horse? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so literally this fuck. guy, you know, I love when people had, just tweet him pictures of glue.
0: When he, when he <laughs> posts his <laughs> owls <else> like that, <laughs> what's that in reference to?
1: Well, like, like
0: that they use horse hooves for glue. So, so like, oh. implying, like <laughs> send him to the glue factory. <laughs> right.
1: Which so is horrible yeah. for real horses, but for him this it's acceptable. Is, this guy's a fucking corporate lobbyist who a couple of his tweets got read live on the air on MSNBC and now he <laughs> thinks that he deserves to be Twitter verified when right. you know, the only thing that he ever did was tweet some anti-Trump shit, you know, right. just, just like Brooklyn Dad. Uh, right, all the grifts are fucking just coming unraveled and like, <laughs> right. you know, the cogs and are flying off the machine right now. So yeah, they have to keep obsessing about Donald fucking Trump, and they're going to keep pushing that forever. And they are desperately hoping he runs again, right? And they're going to get him reelected
0: because they can't—they
1: can't stop talking right. about him. So they're—they're going to voice him, free him onto media. us again, and and also, you know, try to convince everyone how great fucking Biden is, right. and and talk about how tough he, you know, <clears throat> and it's and none of that shit's going to work, right? And and yeah, we'll get another—we'll get another four years of Trump, and these Griffers will all get their jobs back, and the horse pisser will finally get verified. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> won't get put out to the pasture at the glue factory, right? Followed
0: um, by followed by eight years of like fucking Kamala Harris yeah. or somebody h- equally horrible. I just don't want
1: to have to fucking talk about this bullshit forever. I'm so I tired know. of it. You know, I, know. I, yeah. I, I, I really. <clears throat> uh, we haven't even talked about the TYT, Aaron Mate, Jimmy <laughs> Dore. Uh, the and decimation a of TyT
0: by everyone who with a fucking functioning oh, brain. My God. We, <laughs> we stay out of that like...
1: because it's it's so <laughs> right. it's so high school. It's so dumb. It it is, um, but
0: but TyT is a fucking. Jo- I mean, that's all I have to say on the matter is basically TyT is a fucking
1: joke. Oh and well, yeah. So just just real briefly, this this thing yeah. about you know calling Jimmy Dore a, a sexual harasser because he made a joke about. <laughs> Uh, Anna Kasperian wearing uh, basically a tennis skirt uh, to to work. For a professional he, setting. Yeah, he said something like, a nice news skirt. <laughs> and it embarrassed her, and he apologized, and that was the end of it. So then she you know, filed that away to use his ammo against him 12 years later. To try to like me to him about commenting <laughs> on the fact that like, right probably should like dress
0: professionally in a professional setting.
1: So people, people dug up a clip, uh, a reoccurring uh, segment that uh, Jenkin and Anna used to do called Find the Camel Toe. where they would look at pictures of celebrity female celebrities and and And, 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 yeah try to yeah so great great professional environment and way to you know sexualize people just for wearing yoga shorts or yoga pants right i didn't watch Uh, it but
0: i saw a bunch of clips circulating because apparently jimmy and and a bunch of other people did like a two-hour live stream where they literally just played old tyt clips where they were just Horrendously, grossly sexist and misogynistic and racist and yada yada. Like just because again, that show used to be an hour of news and an hour of like like vulgar, like just total fluff, like Howard Stern level, like crass, just like you know pop culture okay. commentary. Well, it's and been that,
1: on. It's been on the air for twenty years. Only right. people remember, you know, realize that. But you know, if, if, if God willing, if God allows it, we'll still be around. 20 years from now or maybe uh (laughs) people will pull up our old clips of us saying right whatever. (laughs) whatever where we're like mocking guys from Boston saying the, the F word you know but yeah somebody else found a, uh, a clip of Jenk saying the N word over and over and over okay. that wasn't even that old it was from like 2007 oh wow so like didn't didn't have to dictate like his head is already and enormous it's, and it's not even just uh,
0: oh they're crass but what what, what Jimmy did with sexual yeah. harassment like there are clips there's a clip from TYT that somebody pulled up that was part of this live stream where Cenk is literally asking like a, an attractive uh, intern or producer, I don't know what she was. Um, how much she would charge Playboy to pose for them? So, like again, if you want to talk about actual oh sexual god. harassment from like the boss what's, of the company, uh,
1: oh god, what's what's her name? From um, she was on RT for a while, very attractive reporter. Oh, uh, fi, uh, Frances
0: no, 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 Fiorentini. No, no, no,
1: no, no, no. Um, she used to go on Joe Rogan all the time. Back before Joe Rogan was world famous. God damn it! I feel Abby Martin. Yeah, Sabby Martin. The oh, last yeah, yeah. time she was on T Y T, and Jenk was just like salivating over her. <laughs>
0: right. And
1: anytime she would try to start talking, he'd interrupt her and cut her off to try to like impress her with how much he could, you know, add to whatever she was saying. And she would just like calmly, you know, you know, not try to keep. She would just stop whenever he'd interrupt her. Right. Um, no, those people go on his
0: show anymore. No, no actual no. journalist with, with actual integrity who's actually been to a place that they're reporting on will go on that show anymore because it's a fucking joke. And and you know, they never leave there. River right.
1: City's fucking studio to report on anything. And well, all the reporters and, they did have, they fired. So. And, and people people were like, well, Jimmy didn't have a problem working there when all that stuff was going on. It's like, yeah, because he, 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 he didn't have a problem with that stuff. He's not pretending to have a problem with that stuff. Well, he, he also, <laughs> I mean, he, he was just even clear the at the time that
0: he was with them because he needed health insurance because he had some major like, bone marrow. He
1: had sure. some really weird but he basically need to be with a company where he had a, health insurance, right? But it's, it's like people are pretending as though it's a double standard. Like he's not pretending to be a journalist the way he, they are. He's right, setf- right. He's, he's steadfast he's, in saying I'm just a fucking stoner comedian. Right. He's happens- not trying to me too
0: jank for being such a piece right. of shit. Who, who, by the way, literally had disent was uh, like uh, Bernie had to like rescind or like refuse his endorsement because of all that shit that came out that he wrote. Um, you know, when he was when he was like a, high, a college kid or whatever, like that was like kind of sexist and shitty. Yeah, whatever. I
1: don't. I,
0: again, it's it's in it, it. Right, like you said, it's all fucking high school drama, but it's just hilarious that that the t. It, 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 it's it's very much like the last days of like a, a sinking ship. Like you see, just the mm-hmm. desperation of you know.
1: Well, I sent. I just retweeted. I don't remember if I sent it to you. No, I didn't send it to you. but I retweeted somebody's article talking about you know TyT's funding and how like. How many more big corporate <clears throat> funders are behind him? Not just that one that gave him the twenty right. million. Um, oh. And it's a huge list. It's a huge list of like all these fucking you know venture capital things, right? So it's Dude. it's hilarious to see this this ship sinking. Uh, not in spite of all that corporate money, but well, because I of guess it. yeah,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, did you uh, see that fucking at, like? So Anna was like on a tear on Twitter trying to. T- Because she just has no legs to stand on whatsoever when she's trying to call Aaron Matei, like, a a Russian puppet or whatever. And she literally, to cite as an example of of how he's a Russian plant, linked an article from Bellingcat, which anyone who fucking knows what Bellingcat is, is it's literally the CIA. It's, it's It's just a fucking, it's just a total mouthpiece for the CIA. And that was, like, her slam dunk, like, this is my evidence that you're... A Russian asset, and that you're you're reporting favorably on Vladimir Putin. It's like a fucking. Oh yeah, and then she came after him for
1: uh, for being invited by a Syrian um, humanitarian aid group, peace activists, like to to as proof that he's a a, 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 Assad apologist, Right. right? And Aaron Maté was like, hey, didn't you go to Europe and speak on behalf of NATO? <laughs> and and it get paid was to, like, to report oh. at this NATO security conference and <laughs> yeah. interview Madeleine Albright,
0: who's a fucking psychopath. Who oh, my God. Said that yeah. the death of 500,000 kids was was was
1: worth it. Um, and, then, and then, of course, she's like, well, she had to apologize for the saying that over and over. It's like,
3: I, it, gee, I, I
1: wonder why. I feel like if I said yeah. something like that in my life, I would
0: probably spend the rest of my life fucking apologizing for it. <laughs>
1: Yeah I would I would thank every <laughs> reporter who asked for giving me the opportunity right. to apologize for that again. <laughs> You
0: like, know. I, let me start off this interview you didn't even ask me yet but i, I really gotta say I, I i'm sorry for that well,
1: stupid yeah. shit i said that time like before i, don't I take know. any questions <laughs> i want to apologize to all 500 each one of you until she's apologized 500,000 times she's not done yet <laughs>
0: right for that right right and it's just it's just but but again they, these people don't think they have anything to apologize for because they're racist fucking maniacs who think that they're somehow these woke icons because they happen to Uh, you know, have female genitalia and and were the first person to hold that particular office that they held while they were brutally butchering women and children in other brown countries. So, like, it's Hey,
1: but but today, Ice put
0: out their official Pride tweet. (laughs) Right, right. So it's all good. Right. It's all good. Well, all right. On that note, uh, I think that (laughs) that does it for us this week, but... (laughs) Oh man! All right. Well. Uh, oh, real quick, I, sh- I I meant to mention this at the top. If you guys listen to us on Apple Podcasts and you're as frustrated as I am with the the fucking butcher job that they did to this app um, in the last update, um, there are other options. Because basically, what happened was Apple Podcasts uh, push had a very again there were always issues with it and it was kind of laggy and it wasn't the best, but it was at least easy because it was Apple's and it was a you know it, it, you could add all your feeds and add the store and whatnot. Uh, or, you know, like to look up, you know, all the different podcasts. But this last update they pushed out to it has rendered it completely unusable. Like you go click the library button and it takes 60 seconds to even load your show titles. And then you have to pull it down to refresh. It's about how long you- it takes for Joe
1: Biden to remember what he wants right. to say. Right. So- it literally
0: is, is, is functioning the way Joe Biden's brain is right now. And the reason they did that is because they now are are trying to move towards a paid model where like like you can like become a Patreon. A subscriber of someone's, like, and we don't really do this because we don't really like paywalling anything, but there are podcasts who, you know, have different models where they'll paywall, like, one show a week, and then they'll do one regular show a week, and then, like, but you can be part of them and subscribe to that and get access to that feed. So they want to cut out the middleman altogether and let you subscribe within Apple Podcasts app to premium versions of the podcast that you like. So that's what this whole update was designed around, is creating that that infrastructure, but they've essentially just completely bricked the fucking software and made it totally unusable. Um, so I switched to an app called Overcast, but there's like a whole bunch, and I actually really like it a lot. It's 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 a lot, um, it's a lot quicker than than any other podcast app I've used. But I, again, you know, there's a bunch of options. I'm not shilling for one in particular. So is but the
1: idea that it just corrals all the different podcasts you want in one place, regardless of where they're hosted. Right, well, and most podcasts... Like, Apple Podcasts has every... More or less, other than, like, Spotify-exclusive
0: or, like, Luminary-exclusive podcast. They all pretty much can access... Because, like, like, our podcast, you can access from, from a bunch of shit. but Because um, it, all, it all, like, takes it from the RSS feeds, which is, like, the main feed that, that the cast comes from. But you can uh, you really use any app. So if you find one that you like, the functionality of... You know, just, just fucking do it. And you can always add manually... And if you go to my Twitter, actually, I I linked an article about how to do that, Um, because, like, our podcast wasn't coming up in the search for Overcast, but if you just copy the RSS feed link, and just, you can, like, manually add an RSS feed into that app, and it'll literally just pop up into your show section, and it'll start, you know, it'll it'll
1: refresh when the podcast refreshes. It just adds it manually. So... You know how everything Mm -hmm. in in tech has to have, like, a a subtle double meaning? I'm wondering about the the name Overcast, if they were like, hey, people listen to podcasts more when it's Overcast and they're (laughs) stuck inside. But also, we're the overlord of podcasts (laughs) corralling, you know, like... There was there was a discussion about that, a guarantee.
0: Right, no, for sure, and it, and it, and it, I I found this one to be useful, and it works with like CarPlay if you have that, and it's good. But it you know there's a bunch of options like you know, but just be yeah. If you're as frustrated as I was the other day trying to get your podcast to work, there are other options. It's just the only initial annoyance is you have to search for and subscribe to all the podcasts you follow. But you know that's a one time annoyance, and then you have a much more functional app that's not going to try to upsell you and make you fucking subscribe to shit you were getting for free. So- I
1: swear. And that's that, like, trying to monetize everything right. is, like, it, it wouldn't work for most people, but I mean, TYT tried to monetize themselves for so long that people just got... Way got sick of it you know and and that's where this whole thing you know fuck here and monte thing happened because it was on their you know their post game show for just the members where they tell right. you what they really was think like 40 people watching at this
3: point right
1: right and it's like <laughs> i if i really wanted to know what you really think like i'd be watching a show that tells you what i really that, think. right that wasn't lying to me for, for the first two hours to begin with <laughs> right and and if that's what you want just listen to fucking move left idiots because we're gonna give you that shit for free right to swear at you for free you don't <laughs> right. have to pay to hear our swear words <laughs>
0: right completely free that's 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 the move left idiots guarantee um, oh uh, one last do, thing
1: before we get yeah. out of here we got to talk about batman uh real quick <laughs> because um i don't know you could you could queue this up better than i could but oh man yeah so uh, there
0: was a lot of controversy because the creators of the harley quinn animated series which is really good by the way it's on hbo max uh it's it it it, it 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 has a lot of the vibes of the original batman animated series which is a great fucking series for people that that didn't grow up on that, you definitely check it out. It's like really well
1: done. Oh, I sure did. And it, it was you could always tell like when there was like different animation teams on it. Cause right. like sometimes the animation would be like as good as anime. And then other times it was like a like a cheap water down version <laughs> of it. Well, you know the cool thing about the way they drew that
0: show, they drew it all on black cardstock. It wasn't drawn on white, which is why everything is so grungy and dark and like mm. that it, it's a really interesting technique for cause that that was still in the days where they would literally draw each cell you know, for the animation, which oh, yeah. seems like a fucking nightmare, <laughs> like a shitload of black make, ink if Batman. you were
1: doing it that way. <laughs> right, it's just um, mostly going to be black, so just let's draw like you know white lines on black right. paper and save some. But money. and
0: it just shows through everything to give it that little bit of extra darkness. But like it, it was just it, it was a great series. So in any event, yeah, the Harley Quinn series. They uh, apparently had to take a line at the career. So that the the studio, that DC, um, told them to take out a line about Batman going down on Catwoman because that is quote. Uh, or, or because, quote, heroes don't do that, which, <laughs> of course, blew up uh, the Internet this week and it's just a preposterous thing I to mean, say. But
1: you know. what I read was that they, there was they were going to write a scene where you saw it or Uh-oh. it was like, uh, you know, implied off camera. Right, type of thing. right.
0: It, but, but basically, they whatever, it, it, however, it was going to be presented, the, the studio said you have to take that out because, quote, heroes don't do that and yeah um, it's like apparently really... dj
1: khaled is now the uh, chief operating officer of dc comics people were were livid about this it's like really so like what what are those what are the you know on, on batman's costume like what are the horns for if not handlebars <laughs> somebody posted a picture of his costume uh without without him in it just like an empty <laughs> thing it's like you tell me this isn't designed purely for going down on someone. <laughs> it looks—it looks like fucking fetish gear, right? Where the only part of you
0: exposed is your mouth. Jesus, especially the fucking <laughs> Schumacher era—the the bat suits with the nipples and the fucking... Oh my God! <laughs> Forget yeah, about it, but, and, I, but I, I can believe that 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 that, that era of Batman wasn't <laughs> going down on a woman yeah. either, but for Somebody different reasons. a, a from...
1: great clip of audio from the Batman animated series from like 25 years ago. And it's Batman, you know. In this, in this, they said, you know, in this context, this this line reads very differently. And It's Batman saying, uh, "I can't go down there. If I go down there, there might be no coming back." <laughs> oh man! And that's then great. Um, our, our our she doesn't know that she's a friend of our show, but she is a friend of our show, or we're uh, a friend to her, whether she knows it or not. But uh, uh, Kylie Brakeman, comedian, tweeted <laughs> right. out, "If you guys are disappointed." By the Batman news, then you'll love my new comic book hero, Pussy Lick Man. He has no powers and all he does is much box as the city burns. Pretend I tweeted this three days ago. Man. When oh, she gets a stand up special, she's gonna fucking
0: kill it. That's that's, oh, gonna, be, uh, that's gonna be uh that's gonna be a good one. Um yeah, no, just 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 preposterous, but you know, again, just <laughs> No funnel out at any of these fucking. I mean, it's these HBO. Networks. Did you know, ever see I fucking know.
1: HBO? What was it, the the sex the documentary sex series they used to have at night? Right, right. Uh, it was like Real Sex. I think was the show. Yeah, Real um, Sex. 23 a real (laughs) you know but it's just dc it's
0: just all these all these like they're just so stuffy and like you know it's unfortunate that they're it's just so commercialized at this point that you can't have any kind of fun different
1: adaptation of any of these 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 existing characters well i'll tell you what this is they're gonna they're gonna put this in the mcu and make a billion (laughs) dollars right dc DC is still gonna be just like god
0: damn you you think tony stark wouldn't make a joke about that like give me a fucking break like they would let him make a joke like
1: that you know (laughs) No, nobody gets head in the Zack Snyder verse. That's why it sucks. <laughs> right. well, it it, it, sucks. it is very. It is a very like just chaste, like celibate
0: universe. Like the the Zack Snyder. I think that might be its biggest issue. Because like, yeah.
1: Well, we talked about uh, previously how he's a Christian scientist and right. how his whole thing is. You know, Marvel's whole thing is like, you know, with great power hmm. comes great responsibility, and you know, earning the right to have these powers and everything. Zack Snyder, the Christian scientist, he's he comes from a supremacist point of view where having those powers means you're better than everyone else right right Right. and so if you use your powers or not everyone should be grateful for that
0: right you're mad that's the whole thing about that line from man of steel where it's like oh you could save them or don't you know it's up to you like that's that's the total antithesis of what superman is fucking about and what what jonathan kent was supposed to instill in him as a human trying to make him sympathetic to you know but again he doesn't understand these things because he's a fucking ayn rand devotee yep um Uh, yeah, so that, that pretty much does it for us this week, but yeah, I forgot, I, I, I did want to mention that, that was a, that was a great uh, fucking story this week. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so if you want to support the show, um, I, I guess you could still rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, but you know, if you're still on that crappy app, but go rate, and review, subscribe wherever you are, um, follow us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Left. Facebook.com slash Move Left Idiots. Um, We have a Patreon. We don't have extra content on there, but if you want to support the show in any way, uh, Patreon.com slash Move Left. Uh, We have merch available at tinyurl.com slash Move Left Pod. I am on
1: Twitter at Move underscore Left. Uh, And I am soon to be on Twitter at (laughs) BatmanDoesn'tEatPussy42069. Yep. And we'll see you next week.